Hi, and welcome to episode five of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how successful communicators create genuine connection. I'm Amelia Veal, and through the series, I share communication strategies that you can use. Today, I'm chatting with Jimmy Niggles, a freelance creative from Sydney. In 2010, inspired by the most tragic of circumstances, when Jimmy's group lost a longtime friend, he started up a blog called Beard Season. Since then, Beard Season has grown into a global movement, turning beards into life-saving conversation starters about melanoma, one of the world's deadliest cancers. In our discussion, Jimmy shares what he has learnt about community building throughout his journey. Scott is my real name, but my other real name is uh, Jimmy Niggles, um, which is a name we made up at university, went to uni in Canberra, and um, uh, one of our mates from uni, uh, Wes Bonney, you may have seen his ads on the TV, Um, he passed away from melanoma when he was 26, and um, basically when he died, um, we wanted to start something to encourage people to get a skin check for melanoma, which turns out to be one of the biggest killers in Australia of uh, young people, particularly men, and kind of made up this name called Jimmy Niggles <laughs> around that time when I was mates with Wes. And when we started beard season, I started growing this beard and I decided to go under the alias of Jimmy Niggles so anytime someone looked up Jimmy Niggles, it would go back to this thing that we started. So that leads <laughs> us into your item of significance, which is what connects you with your community. So this is the, the Jimmy item. Yes. Yeah. connecting you with your community. Uh, this beard is my thing. Um, and it's been around since uh, Wes's wake when we were sitting around a table much like this, having some Frosties um, absolutely gutted at um at what had happened and um and from then on uh we started this thing that we called beard season which is winter and we thought uh we need to encourage blokes to get a skin check because they're the most at risk so we came with this idea where guys would grow their beard for winter get a skin check and then tell other people that ask them about their beard to get a skin check as well um, and since that winter um, we had people like getting in touch saying that they found something could have killed them um, if it wasn't for meeting me at a bar or wherever um, and that this thing that we're doing beard season is working and we should keep going so I kept growing my beard and ever since then every winter since six winters now coming into um, it's been getting bigger and bigger. So that leads into my next question which is about who is this community and is it, are you finding it's, it's just men or are you reaching a wider community? What, what makes up your community? Uh, well most, well like originally it was just like a handful of blokes, a handful of mates and um, the more because back five, six years ago no one was really growing beards and it was a bit of a 
thing. Everyone was like, what the, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Um, we all had jobs and corporate world were like, what, what's going on here? And it raised a lot of eyebrows. And I think that helped feed this interest. And so more and more people talked about why and the meaning behind it and the, the actual power that it had, that those conversations had, then um, it kind of naturally spread around through media and word of mouth and like it got people kind of talking and embracing what a beard could stand for. Um, and so like we pretty much wanted to grow beards as an excuse because we'd never really done it before and we thought it would be a good conversation starter. So other people, to see other people go, fuck yeah, I want to grow a beard. Um, I've never done it before and I want it to mean something and then jump on board as well from all around the world has been incredible. Um, and it's kind of spiralled a lot and like we have people following us on social media now who have no idea what we're all about but are still growing beards going, hey, can I get a repost on your Instagram page? And I'm like, have you had a skin check? And they're like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, this is kind of what it's all about. But it's awesome. It's pretty, yeah, beards are a really interesting phenomenon over the last couple of years. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of passion in your community. So, you know, what is it that you think is that uniting passion that's bringing people together? Um, I don't know. I think, I think beards take a lot, of a, a lot of commitment. Like, you can't just go out tomorrow and get a beard like that. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. And I think the idea with that was that it takes a lot of commitment to get a skin check and we needed to have something equally as committed to do, to, to partner with that. Um, and the fact that, like, we're up to, at the moment, we have at least one person a week whose lives we've saved because of our movement. Um, and to actually say that you can save a life a week because of telling someone to get a skin check is, like... That's such a big, passionate thing. Like, if we're saving one person a week, they're telling all their friends to get a check as well, and that's got its own little hub of passion. And then the beard thing in, on, it, on its own is, like, a big cultural, fashion, um, kind of weird man thing. <laughs> um that also has a lot of appreciation from women as well. Like a lot of our followers on it, on social are, are chicks and like they're getting behind it like probably almost more than men and a lot of the people that say that they've got a skin check because of beard season will be women and that's awesome as well because that's kind of like a secondary target for us. From that passion, you know, you've touched on different passions. What do you think is the driving force and, and how are you trying to channel the action of actually getting people to take that step and getting the, the skin check because obviously you've got a very clear action that you're trying to encourage so what yeah. is it that you think really does that it's it's such a massive that's our biggest issue like we've got heaps of awareness now and a lot of people kind of know about it but um getting a check is such a big step for people you got to take time out of work you got to make an appointment you actually have to go and a lot of people are actually shit scared of walking into a doctor and going is there anything wrong with me and what that like a lot of people have never had a check before been in the sun a lot and like it's it's a bit of a nerve-wracking thing 
But um, the thing that I really kind of want to get across is that melanoma is one of the, well, it may be one of the deadliest cancers for people our age. Um, it's also one of the most treatable if it's detected early, which is what our whole message is about. And um, if we can get people going in every winter who are the most at risk, which are guys that we're targeting to do beard season, and if, if people sign on and go, yeah, I want to grow a beard this winter, I want to help be part of this thing, I'm going to go in and get a check where I'd probably never think about it, then their partners, their family, their friends, their sports team, their workmates are more likely to jump on board as well and get it done. And um, it's been hard to make sure that that happens. Uh, so about a month ago, we did our first ever beard season skin check tent at the Australian Open of Surfing. And we checked 100, 150, 165 people in three days. We booked out in the first hour and a half of opening on Friday for the whole weekend. And then we found five stage two melanomas, which is pretty much go to the hospital right now like hopefully they're okay and then 29 pre to early stage melanomas and skin cancers which is like nearly a third that's high of people yeah and that was the first time that we did so that's probably been the most effective thing that we want to be able to keep rolling out to like football games festivals um every event that we have um and any time that we get involved and I think we're going to be doing that at like Hamilton Island Race Week so we can check all the sailors and that kind of stuff in workplaces as well. So if we can get Commonwealth Bank checked and then challenge Westpac to get checked or, um, I don't know, if we can get companies challenging companies to get checked and donate to have the program funded, then we're going to be kicking so many goals. We'll be saving lives and we've got the numbers as well to prove at the end of winter we've checked X amount of people we've saved this amount of people that's kind of key yeah yeah that's big okay so you know you've got this this community that's really positive and taking action have you experienced any negativity within the community and, and how do you handle that i've been like so lucky to be able to have opportunities along the way which have just been phenomenal like incredible and um i suppose the only negativity I mean, has just been like um, doors that won't open or things that you want to happen. And it just means that you just have to work harder for them. And um, yeah, I don't think um, you just have to try and make sure that what you're doing is has a good place where it's coming from and be open with everything and not try and shortchange anyone. Um, Otherwise, you're going to run into some serious issues. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. Okay. And you talked about um, online social media a bit. What sort of platforms are you finding is the best way for you to communicate with your community? Um, so, Instagram is amazing. How I got onto it. So, when I first started going this, um, every I set myself a challenge so that every day I would meet someone that I've never met before and um, tell them about our mate Wes and tell them to get a skin check and I'd get a photo doing this beard season point and um, say, this is Amelia, she's doing amazing stuff. 
she's doing this um, thing called Be The Drop. Check out her link. Um, I've challenged you to get a skin check. And then um, every day I'd try and do that to meet someone new. And that really helped build our thing. But um, my friend um, introduced me to Instagram and said, you know, you should get on this. It's easy. It's a picture and a bit of words. And um, I started doing that and um, it started to, that format worked really, really well. And um, every person I met would be part of our story. So it wasn't about me doing, posing in front of the camera going ooh how good am I um, it's more about like who I'm meeting what they're doing what they're about and how they're becoming part of our story and how they're helping to spread our movement and did you find that that really people embraced that and they were sharing that story too yeah I think so like well because our whole philosophy is that it's kind of open to anyone to do whatever they want with it and we've had kind of people in so many different countries kind of take it up and do what they kind of want and um, ultimately our goal is to be able to kind of franchise the idea so that every winter southern hemisphere northern hemisphere um, people can have their own beard season and have their own launch parties in New York or Italy or whatever and um, try and, and spread the word as much as they can with their beards for winter. One of those examples is um Mr. Elbank, is that right? Mm. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah. And his photo. Yeah. So that's what I was going to bring. The oh, cards. Good. Have you got them? No. Nah. <laughs> Left them. But <laughs> um, all you have to do is uh, Google Mr. Elbank and beard. Um, basically, I met this bloke um, through advertising, which is the field I work in. And um, he's an incredible photographer. And he said, mate, I, like, I've been photographing beards for years. Um, I'd love to photograph yours. And I've never, I was like, I've never really had a photo before. Um, sure, let's let's do it. And like months and months pass and like, it's like, mate, are you gonna come around? It's like, yeah, all right, we'll get, get to it. And then another couple months off. Anyway, so like we eventually teed up a time. He like picked me up and he's like, Wannyville. Drove over the bridge um, and then went to his house and took a photo. The, sat down, sat me down on this stool and he's like, mate, last person to sit on this stool was Paul Mack. You better be ready for this. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, yeah, let's go. And um, had this jumper and he's like, let's do this like sea man. Let, like, like, let's do this like uh, ocean kind of thing. You know, let's really play into the beard thing. So, all right. And then I had this jumper that my mum knitted from uh, wool that we grew on a farm that um, mum died and knitted. Big woolen jumper. And uh, we had a pipe <laughs> really hamming it up. And um, he was like, now I want you to... We, we did some photos and he was like, he's really good at directing. And he goes, I want you to look as if uh, you've just come back from a fishing trip. Um, for months you were out at sea and uh, you just heard that your wife had been sleeping with this local villageman <laughs> and he just walked into the bar. <laughs> um, and I did this look and um, anyway, he took the shot and then put it on his blog and um, it got taken and turned into a meme 
and it had like 545,000 reposts in like three hours and it went like viral so to speak and um, suddenly it was like everywhere and um, he was like let's do some more photos and we did some more and then um, before he moved back to England he was like mate I want to help what you're doing let's take photos of the best beards in the world let's make a deck of playing cards so um, so he did and it was amazing <laughs> and that exhibition is touring around internationally is it? yeah like uh, we launched it in uh, the Somerset House in London which is like one of the best galleries in the UK um, on the Strand incredible place we had just over 35,000 visitors in three and a half weeks um, throughout the Men's Fashion Week and um, it, was, it was incredible like we had Graham Norton who does the talk show you know his yeah. skills um, come in and he like got a photo with one of the pictures and was like I'm growing a beard so he's now got a beard no. he's kind of on board and we've since photographed him and it's, it's been like seriously incredible and it was one of the best things I think I've ever done in my entire life like yeah the amount of work that Mr. Elbeck put in to, to make it happen was just incredible and we had people flying from like 12 different countries to, to be part of it so on their own so money. you did it all here no in England in England yeah so I went over like three times to help and yeah he just worked for about two years to do it it's huge yeah yeah but some of the best beers ever in the world. And so you're tying that into the melanoma awareness as well? Yeah, well, that's all, like, for helping spread our message. And so this deck of playing cards comes with a lucky card, and you hold that until you've got a skin check, and then you pass it on to someone else. Um, and the show that we had in London had information about beard season and um, encouraged everyone that came through to get a check. and. Um, I think it's one person every seven hours in England dies from melanoma. It's huge in England, very unrepresented. Same with um, New Zealand and America, which is where we want to kind of push it next. In conclusion, though, can you share with me Jimmy's Be The Drop tip? So this is around communication that connects and what it is that you think is the core of that. Um, If you really want to be the drop, I recommend, highly recommend, the cannonball. (laughs) If you're going to jump off the waterfall, make sure it's a cannonball technique. Pull your knees up close to your chest and go all in. And if you yell cannonball as you go so everyone can hear you, you'll make a bigger splash and um, really make that drop worthwhile. was that too metaphorical? No, I like it. But you can explain <laughs> the metaphor. I can unpack it if you want. Yeah. Um, I just had Ron Burgundy in my head. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, if you have, if you have an, an idea that you're super passionate about, um, for a really good reason, or like a really powerful thing inside you um, when you yell cannonball <laughs> you know what I mean and um, and take the jump um, 
yeah, you don't know what's going to happen or what, what the landing's going to be like. But uh, yeah, enjoy the ride and make sure you kind of enjoy it along the way and stay open to people to help and jump on board with you. So don't cannonball by yourself. Nah, jump in, but like bring others with you. I mean, if one person <laughs> cannonballs and then like other people cannonball, that's the whole idea, isn't it? Of being the drop. Yeah. Yeah. Bring people with you. Make it fun. And um, yeah. And enjoy the splash. Yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we're all here for each other, and um, make it mean something. For listening to Be The Drop podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.